Everyone, welcome back to Schrodinger's Dungeon Master, the only podcast where we pretend to play D&D, but really go on more tangents than Moby Dick. I'm Elias, I'm the DM. Uh, uh, I am Isaac, I am the wizard. And I am Max, I am the ranger until I die. Also, I think Beowulf probably would have been also applicable there. Beowulf what? has tangents, but not to the same proportion that Moby Dick does. Yeah, sure. Beowulf is a lot shorter. Whereas Moby Dick has multi-chapter digressions about whale anatomy. <laughs> there's, one chapter talk- where, there's one chapter where he starts out talking about the process of decanting whale oil and ends up musing about Plato. Huh. <laughs> like the philosopher? Yes. Oh, okay. This uh, is what Moby I don't Dick is quite see how that... Okay. This is why Moby Dick is worth reading. I'm not going to read it. Okay. Um, Does anyone remember what was happening last week? Uh, No clue. Uh, Oh. Um, We killed a bunch of people. That's a good safe bet. Um, And leveled up. Uh, Yeah, I think you leveled up, didn't you? I don't know if we did a lot more than that, though. Or someone leveled up. I definitely leveled up. I yeah, think you. Isaac did as well, maybe. I don't think sure. Isaac did, no. Did, uh, okay. What was happening, though? Which room were you in? I forget. And I've lost the map. Uh, oh, we went through a bunch of passageways. Oh, oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. I can't see my face, but I'm wearing a cloud nose because my sister got one for Red Nose Day. Nice. Yeah, you sound a little. So if, if I sound a little weird, that might be why. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the okay, I, I took it off. Sounds no different, but all right. <laughs> yeah, because my mic is shit. That's... I mean, I think that's true of all of us, in fairness. Yeah, and I... Previously, I had a much better mic in, but now I, I don't because I can't be bothered. I had I like. F- my... I feel like it's a little weird that we're recording a podcast, but we don't have any functional microphones out of all of us. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, would well, take me a minute, you don't need but a I could. You don't need a functional There's... microphone if you go on a weird tangent every five minutes. Yeah. Fair. Unless you want people to understand our tangents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Although, actually, regard- yeah, I had regardless been... of whether they understand the words, they probably won't understand the tangents. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, previously, like two, three weeks ago, everything up until that point, I'd been using a re. Well, I'm not going to say really nice, but I've been using the the one I used to record music and stuff. So, an actual microphone, <laughs> not just like a built-in one. Yeah. But yeah. These were good headphones when I got them, but that was years ago, so. Yeah. It's not a very good microphone anymore. Good comparatively, or good because of degrading over time? Um, probably a mix of both, really. Yeah. This has to be the quickest we've ever gotten off on something. <laughs> Wait, so we didn't even get on to the end. Yeah, well, yeah, we didn't, yeah. Even, we didn't even get through the intro before we started talking about Moby Dick going on tangents. <laughs> Beowulf. Yeah, and then microphones. 
But if you think about it, Beowulf is literally just, uh, or no, the Hobbit is literally just Beowulf, but told from the perspective of the thief. So write your paper on that. Right. The Hobbit is a the, the Hobbit is just Beowulf fan fiction. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Never really thought. Of, I mean, it is technically fan fiction, but I never really thought of taking an old, like something that's really, really old, and then just copying it and calling it a fan fiction. I guess it makes sense, but it it, it sounds like kind of weird. I, I don't know why. That's fair. <laughs> it's interesting reading the stuff that people arguing for the legality of fan fiction like to use to justify it. Yes, but like they're not technically wrong. <laughs> But they're stretching things, to, like it, it, it. You can you can kind of claim that the entire New Testament is just fan fiction if you want to. But <laughs> ah, yes, because the entire not, New Testament is fan fiction of the of the Old Testament. Yeah, you're not technically wrong, but you're not winning very many friends with that either. I mean, no. to be fair, Dante's Inferno is the first ever recorded instance of self-insert fan fiction because, well, it it just is. That's true, actually. Because pretty much Dante inserts himself into his, into hell, and then all his favorite poets tell him how cool, cool he is, because apparently they're all in hell for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's pretty accurate. And also, apparently, his dead girlfriend's like the embodiment of purification or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I, I think she was the embodiment of true love. Mm. Or, like, spiritual purity or something. Now I need to Google this. <laughs> I mean, it's it's symbolism, Catholic stuff, yippee. Yay, Catholic. Uh, I think I already apologized for it, but sorry for calling the Catholic Church Nazis in the last couple episodes. If yeah. You're Catholic. <laughs> ah, yes. She represents divine love and salvation. And the beauty of the highest heavens. That's nice. <laughs> Very romantic. Kind of predictable. Yes. Honestly. Very but, romantic, yeah. but also kind of creepy, considering that they talked like four times in their lives. Yeah. But I mean, people who are famous for writing books also all seem to be weirdly creepy. Sure. As you, uh, I don't know if it was on the podcast, but a while back. You're talking about Hans Christian Andersen. Oh yeah, he was a creep. Yeah. Because of the, all this stuff about mutilating little girls' feet, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Yep. It's, it's an interesting... It's an interesting yeah. thing to be obsessed with and put in all your stories. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, wait, hold on, the phone's ringing. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Hello? Who is this? Okay. Yeah, sure. That doesn't sound like a scam call. It unfortunately doesn't. Unless, unless it's what 
Um, All right, about hold. What? Uh, it's a scam. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, it's uh. Hello. Go. One of my favorite things to do is try and go along with their thing, as far as is safe, you know, without being like, "Oh yeah, this is." But like, when they make up those stupid stories about, oh, we there are these people in California. Oh, uh, my name is Brad happy. Davis. Uh. Hello. All right. For some reason, they hung up after I said that. Aww. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, they don't want any interaction with anyone named Brad Davis. <laughs> Sorry if any Brad Davises listen to this. Just know you're not wanted by scammers, even. Oh. Is it another one? Okay, literally stopped after one, so Aww. probably just just an obvious robocall. Nah. That's disappointing. It is, yeah. I've had two scam calls in like 20 minutes that so there haven't been any and nothing funny has happened yet. It's a shame. Uh. Um anyway. We do have a reason for being here. D and D, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were. Oh, hold on a second. All right. So you were in the practice room with all the weapons and stuff. Oh, yeah. And there was blood. And I think we had decided to leave. Yeah. Well, no, we went into. There was a door to another room, wasn't there? Oh, yes. There was. Yeah. I so think that's the, where we were going. So on the other side of that is a strangely shaped room. Uh, wow, yeah, that's a very strangely shaped room. Um. <laughs> I love how the DM doesn't even know what... <laughs> At least from the sound of it, you don't even know what the shape of the room is. Yeah, I just grabbed a bonus... I just grabbed a, a published adventure off the internet and... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i not saying it's like a, a bad thing. Like, it adds an element of, I don't know what, but it adds something to it. Yeah. Like, like this is a really weird-shaped room, though. But let, let, I need, let me see if I can copy it somewhere. Give me one second. So it's not ideal, seeing as I produced it via the snipping tool, but I, but seems to be adequate so let me so i'm going to post it in the subreddit because it's really weird looking 
Alright. Then. And I have to see if I can get into the server. I can also, I'm also going to screen share it for you. Yeah. Thanks. And I don't, I, I actually don't think I can because I forgot my password. Oh, Brayden found the subreddit and has decided that the best thing that he can do is to post just ribbit on every on every post. <laughs> I mean, it's in character. It, it is, I suppose. <laughs> All we need is then. What did you say about my mother? Yes, coming from. Uh, I, know, I know. I think he only posted it on the one thing. Yeah. Yeah. He he texted me to tell me that he was going to post it on everything, but I don't think he ended up doing so. Oh wait, yeah, I can't, Max. Max, you have to put it because you're the only one who can't understand bullywug. Behold, like this is a weird shaped room. Yeah, that is a pretty weird shaped room. What the? <laughs> Actually, you, it's you not get... that weird. I mean, if we're if we're in. You came down in the ground. This door. Not... No, you're in a castle. This was this room was built in this shape. It is mine. Okay, yeah, no, my, it, it my, is a bit weird. No, then. no my, my butt doesn't look like that. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> although, although, like, what kind of fucking whose ass looks like that? I don't think anyone's does. I don't think that. This the is only a weird conversation even by our standards. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I even feel like know. last week was still weirder, but. Oh, oh, definitely. Last week go, it kind of goes beyond the realm of normal D&D conversation. Wait, what, are, what, what are we does, talking uh, about? What kind of food does Thursday sound like? It's, it's, <laughs> what kind <laughs> of food does Thursday... Oh, yeah, right, I remember. Sounds really weird without context. <laughs> well, what color is Bob Dylan's name? Yeah, what color is Bob Dylan's name? What is it? What color does it sound like? I don't know what color his name is, but his voice is kind of yellow. It yeah, I like, can see that. It sounds like a, an uncooked egg. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely get that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I always get this weird sort of like faded army green or blue when I think about his name. Is that weird? I guess I can see that. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel like that's kind of weird. All right. I kind of uh, want to see if there are any other musicians whose voices sound like colors. <laughs> like, like Bob Dylan has always sounded like that to me. But... Yeah, no, I def I definitely see a kind of a yellowy egg yolk. <laughs> yes, it, it's it's an egg yolk. Totally yeah, but not like a healthy egg, like a kind of kind... A, a mass-produced egg where this the the it, it's like a slightly it's a, faded. It's a factory farmed egg that hasn't been cooked properly and yeah. then has been left out for like a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or stuck in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard because a lot of this the time it, it's hard because a lot of the time instead of the, instead of the voice it I just the, the color is impacted by whatever the color of the album cover that I started listening to the person on uh yeah it's difficult to get it like with just just the person not like it's difficult to get it from what you're trying to get it be of and not draw from other things you know about them 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When you try to think about it, it's really difficult. If it just comes naturally, it's quite... Right. But even then, you have to check to make sure that it's not... Yeah. ...being influenced by what you know about the person subconsciously. I feel like a lot of musicians are great. But like, different shades of great. Mm. A lot of what I listen to is black or red. I feel like I, I feel like most modern music is just like the most boring shade of brown you can think of. Modern music is bright pink and blue. Yes, modern music is like those bright colors that they put in that they put in pastels, the baby that, nurseries. That, that's what that's yeah. what they want That's what you they want to make you think about it, but it's really just brown, like the most dull shade of brown you can think of. No, it's just a sickening. You see, brown dusty. can be interesting. Brown can be interesting. I mean, yeah, in no, my it's... opinion, it's just boring. But yeah, that's, I can't. That's fair. Yeah, but, yeah I can't. Really, I can't see where you're coming from when you say it's just like the brightest pastel thing you've ever seen. Yeah. Because that, it's, I mean, they, they yeah, use bright pastel colors to get you into it, and then you realize that painfully... it's nothing, and it's just about like, yeah, oh, I I had sex with five women at the same time or something like that. And it's like, okay, cool, but like that, that's not really good music. Like the lyrics suck. The only thing good about it is the actual music. So why don't you just have the music playing? Right. I feel like it's just like. How about you just have it be an instrumental? But no, we can't have that because you gotta listen to it for the personality. It's, it's like sickening. Yeah. It's sickeningly bubbly and bright, yep. and like cheery, and. And I, I get the same from all of the 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 music as well, not just the singing. Right. Yeah. Definitely. The, the whole picture is, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel like I get orange from some of the people I listen to. Don't know why. But I definitely see some grays in what I know you listen to, at least. Yeah. I wonder if it has to do. I wonder if there's a correlation between color and genre. I wonder, possibly. I mean, it's also probably down to the way an individual interprets the genre and their feelings about that color. Right. Well, but if you, but if one person, like, I wonder if it's significant that I tend to get grays. When I'm listening to the specific kind of music that I normally listen to, but then other kinds of music that I enjoy give me like greens and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, what what kind of music do you get the greens out of? Because I get the greens out of definitely calmer music. Yeah, like John Denver, Simon and Garfunkel. That's all green to me. Kind of yeah. Green or like blue, light blue or something. I get greens and blues out of out of yeah, sort of soft stuff, and I think that is with the interpretation of the color. They're not aggressive colors in any way, right? And, and gray then... is, I think, kind of harsh, but it's somewhere in the middle. Actually, I guess, it... but there, but then there are some shades of gray that are just sleepy and quiet. Yeah, that's why it's somewhere in the middle because. All of on... the variations definitely have a different. Yeah, it totally depends yeah. on the shade, and then you can also get some aggressive greens. 
you can, but it, it's it, it's a lot harder. I feel it's definitely harder, but they exist. Yeah, like definitely kind of a dull metallic green. It's... Yeah, yeah, that's that that's that's good. Yeah, they exist. I'm not saying they they don't. This is a weird conversation. This is a weird but kind of interesting conversation. It's definitely interesting for us, but I have to question how much Isaac's enjoying it. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the colors of various music? Yes. Yeah, we're, we're wondering if, if colors if a, correlate to, with genre. Yeah, we're trying to think if there's a correlation between the genre that a musician is and the color that they sound like. Huh. Or the color you would associate that kind of music with, or their sound. Yeah, like, it's... Like, okay, well, let's see. Like, most of the stuff I listen to is, like, a bluish-black. Yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah, I can say that. I, what I know of your tastes. What I know of your tastes, I interpret as purple. Like yeah, a purple's a purple. good color for it, too, I suppose. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Uh, and then I, I don't know if I'm taking influence from just the look of everyone who I listen to but I get a lot of red and black yeah but then weirdly orange which has got to be just an association with the music because that never shows up visually right (laughs) what on earth are we talking about here And then I guess I have a few things that I associate with white. And what those kind would of... be calm, surprisingly. Yeah, what kind of stuff is white? Like I would classical say the music, folk, I would think. folkier stuff I listen to. I find classical music to be quite dark. Like blacks, almost. Hmm. Never get good feelings when listening to classical music. Even if it's supposed to be light and cheery, it still sounds... Huh. Black. Yeah, I can see that. There, there's the whole orchestra. It's kind of heavy a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah. I, I feel like white is kind of cheerful, light stuff. Yeah. Like that's. that's I've got one band I'm associating associating it with, and definitely cheerier, lighter, easier yeah. to listen to. Yeah, I think it's the same situation here. Which goes back into something that I was actually sort of thinking about today with popular music. Sort of going back into the why it all seems to be really light and pasty. Yes. Um, I think one of the reasons why th- that music is, is so popular is it's really easy to listen to and not care about the music itself. Yes, yes, You don't have to get involved in it. It's not really an experience. You're just listening to music in the background more. Yeah, and that's kind of why I hate it, because there's nothing for me to latch on to. Exactly. I don't don't get anything out of it, and so that's why I'm not invested in it. And I think that's why, because lighter colors are easier to see. Although, speaking of classical music, do you want to hear a math problem? Okay. An orchestra of 120 players takes 40 minutes to play Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. How long would it take for 60 players to play the symphony? Still 40 minutes. Still 40? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The the number of people playing it doesn't change the amount of time that it takes to play. 
I, unless like, enough like, of them, unless enough of them decide to make an artistic choice and play it faster or slower. Yeah, it's not. It's not how music works. No, you could change the tempo, I guess. Yeah, you could well, do then, that. So I guess when you, so you have, you need to know who is in the orchestra. Or there's at <laughs> least many. one musician who I know of who's been known to just accidentally play the song twice in a row. <laughs> So they might do something like that. <laughs> you also have to know who the conductor is, I guess. Yeah. And whether or not he's the type to make stupid mistakes. All right. Anyway, uh, do we want to get back to the D&D or do we want to continue with this conversation about music and colors? Well, I mean, this conversation is very interesting and I'm kind of wondering if we all have undocked Undiagnosed, what's it called? Uh, synesthesia. Schizophren- <laughs> Wait, I thought you were going to say schizophrenia. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 not no. schizophrenia. No, I'm thinking synesthesia, but I, I do think we should play D&D at some point. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, if there is anyone with schizophrenia listening to this, is there are bees in your bones. Did you really need to say that? You twit. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> feel like we probably already triggered something if they're that easily triggered we probably already triggered them with either something else this time yeah, I or think anything if, else if anybody falls for that they've been off their beds for a while okay but we could probably try to be a little bit sympathetic yeah i know i was i was just saying if they've listened to any of the rest of the podcast we probably said things accidentally so we apologize but That's you probably fair. shouldn't be listening to a podcast like all this. right well uh 47, and anybody in a black van is following you. Okay, enough playing with people's mental illness, Isaac. Aw, man! It is just a joke. Please don't... Please don't get mad at me. We're not helping you buy a lawyer if you're getting some... I don't think it's legal to buy lawyers. I think you're supposed to, like, hire them. No, we're buying a lawyer. Yeah, because they're not even people. <laughs> you have to buy them. You're not, you're not hiring them. You have to buy the lawyer. Well, it depends on who the lawyer is, surely. Like, certainly with corporate lawyers, that's true. But, like, corporate lawyers obviously aren't people. But, just, but there are some lawyers that are people. Yeah. And they have to be considered people, otherwise we can't prosecute them for war crimes. Yes, exactly. I'm pretty sure it's illegal to prosecute non-animals, or non-humans. No, wait, no, it can't be, because it's illegal to because it's legal to elect non-humans to government positions. So it, it is, that all, is actually? So, so it must also be possible to prosecute them. <laughs> wait, so we could elect a goat? Oh, definitely. In theory, yeah, the, if we get everyone, we could have a go at the head of state. Yeah, definitely. There's a guy. There's a town in I think Ohio or somewhere that has that has not elected anything except a dog to to be mayor in like a hundred years. Oh <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because mayors, mayor, they're the best. Also, right. there's that town in Alaska with a cat mayor. Right. Yeah, I, I think that cat died a little while ago, but I think I've actually been was, there. And then they elected I, I, I got. I gotta, yeah, I gotta meet the son because the the dad was, I think, sick or something. The son of the cat. Huh? I I've been to the town in Alaska with the cat mayor. Right. Nice. Oh, here's another interesting fact. 
In the United States, cannons are not considered to be firearms, and you don't need a license to build one in your backyard if you want. Oh, great. Well, have you seen those videos where it's like Polish dudes firing makeshift cannons? Yeah, I mean... Because my backyard's about to look like one of those. Okay. <laughs> almost everyone... I think it's almost anyone can buy a cannon as well in the really? U.S. No, I'm just thinking of that that thing yeah. where it's like uh, own a musket. For I don't think you need because that's a what the special, founding fathers intended. I don't think you need a special like firearms license or anything to own a cannon. Because right, cannons are not considered firearms. I'm just right. thinking of that that copy pasta where it's the the guy apparently owns a musket because that's what the founding fathers intended. Right, you put it into Google how to buy a cannon, and there's <laughs> some stuff. There's an eBay link. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can buy you can buy a functional howitzer for eighty dollars apparently. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, okay. America! Fuck yeah! <laughs> what the actual? That is cheap. The, the national. I could buy one of those in like a month. I could buy like the... like five of those. The Obviously, national... ammunition costs a lot. But the oh national... yeah, I imagine the ammunition is where they get you. The, the National Review says that if a cannon that you want to buy was made before 1898, or if it's classified for saluting, then you can buy it without regulation. And if it's not meant, for, if it's not built for saluting, and it was built after 1898, then you have to pay $200 in as a tax thing, fill in some forms, wait a bit, and then it's approved. Ah, okay. Uh, so pretty much, so pretty much, it's still so pretty surprisingly much if it's an easy. old cannon, you yeah, can buy it. Yep, they're considered to be destructive devices under the 1934 National Firearms Act, but they're still legal under federal law, uh, as evidenced by the fact that you can buy them on eBay for $60. Jeez. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, 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 I don't I think mean, I can buy one of those paying, on eBay. Paying shipping for that is probably where they get you. Nope, $10 yeah. shipping. What seventy dollars? It's $70 for a functional howitzer. Uh, no, that's a powder artillery cannon. The howitzer okay, is well, it's $80. Still a the howitzer it's is $80. Still a but, yeah, the howitzer is $80, but free shipping. But then don't you have to you Okay, have so to pay $80 that. for a howitzer. The, the $200. But, but I imagine the ammunition is where they get you. Let me, let me check that. I, I just want to check that this is a real cannon and not like a model. Right. I mean, yeah, if it's a model cannon for 80 bucks, but it's the same like scale. Nope, per eBay policy in the 1968 Federal Firearms Act, this item is not considered a firearm, so therefore it must, and you wouldn't need to specify that if it was a miniature. Uh, okay, so it is a real, like, howitzer, or cannon. It, looks, it is a mini howitzer, yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Oh, here's the cannonstore.com. <laughs> what the why is that a, why is that an online store? Why is there a store where you can just buy a cannon? No license is required to to purchase or own our cannons. They are classified by the United States Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms as, sig as saluting and signaling devices and not as weapons. Ah, uh, yes. The Even though everyone's going to use them as a weapon. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. The only thing we're missing is gambling. And gas. Yes, and, and gas, too. America. Well, you've heard about it. It's, it's the three Gs of America, right? Guns, gas, and God. Or maybe gambling if you're if you're feeling sacrilegious. <laughs> yeah, but you gamble then on you, guns and gas. Yeah, yeah, you get a bunch of money from gambling and then you blow it on guns and God. 
Yeah, I just, mean, you know, people used to plant seeds in tough ground by shooting them. Sales tax policy, it, the sales tax is charged from them, from their state, not ours. So it's Connecticut sales tax, I think. I'm not sure. Quite sure. It, that's a little bit unclear. All right, well, we do um, not live in Connecticut, so. Right, but probably, if, as far as I can tell, it's Connecticut sales tax that's applied. Probably because, like, it's located in Connecticut or something. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, they, they sell them for, looks like between $850 and f about 1500 Or no, some of the, the, the good ones seem to go up to, oh, you can buy a deluxe gift set. <laughs> what, what? What, an, what on earth? <laughs> what? The Harrishoff Deluxe gift set includes the classic Harrishoff saluting cannon with a full complement of accessories. The striker base allows the cannon to be fired remotely with a lanyard. The 16-inch long by 10-inch wide select hardwood base can also be used to display the cannon. The felt-lined cherrywood case featuring brass hardware provides storage for the cannon mallet and striker base, which rests on the inside of the lid. A magazine rack has storage for eight to 10 blank shells, shells not included, chambered for standard for standard 10 gauge blank shells, lifetime manufacturer's warranty. I mean, at least it's got a lifetime warranty on your cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's, here's a nice cheap one, only $550. Uh, blanks and accessories. You can buy guitars for that much, like a nice guitar. The same oh. as a cannon. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, you can buy a nice guitar for the same price as a cannon, apparently. Oh, I see how they managed to do this. They can you can buy the cannon from them, but they're out of stock in terms of shells. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and they're not allowed to ship them to Alaska or Hawaii because they have to ship them via ground and Canada doesn't and Canada doesn't allow them. Because Canada is small. Yes. I, I have to question the sanity of, the, of of any government that allows you to buy cannons over the internet with no regulation. Surely there's a little bit of a problem with that. <clears throat> I would think there's a little bit more than a little bit of a problem, but yeah. And you've heard about, I can't remember what state it is, not, not canon specifically, but um, people getting mad about being limited to one gun per month, to buying one gun per, oh no, maybe it was per year. I mean, if it's per year, that's, that's kind of reasonable, I guess. Like, I, if, you're, I, like I if collecting guns is your hobby, then I, I feel like I would be upset with a government that prohibited me from buying more than one pen a year might be the same yeah. situation if guns are your thing oh although you can't buy shells from buycannons.com or whatever it was called <laughs> um, <laughs> i already forget but you can buy them on ebay or um oh never mind it's unclear if you can buy functional ones on ebay ah uh, uh but you can buy them on a site called CaptainBoomFireworks.com. <laughs> 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 
where they fell for uh, uh, looks like um oh never mind these are just artillery shells you don't they're a type of firework you don't fire them ah. it's probably for the best <laughs> okay that 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 that's possibly the most suspicious tangent we've ever been down if you're with the FBI and you're watching this episode or listening to this episode, that is, don't don't. We are not us. planning on buying a cannon. We are just interested in the fact that why are you letting people buy cannons this easily? Yeah, yeah. Don't complain when they come at you with <laughs> cannons. I, I'm kind of tempted to just buy a bunch of cannons and just show up outside the whatever department of the government is responsible for regulating them with like 10 or 15 cannons and just point them at the building and demand that they illegalize them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me be able to do this. Please make this illegal and take away my cannons. Or I'll shoot you. And no government's trying to take away my cannon. <laughs> the thing is, though, it's a cannon. I don't think you try to take it away from somebody. Fair. Yeah. You could, at the very least, crack down on people selling them online. Yeah. Or, or you know, actually crack on people, like, selling them in general, because, it, again, it's a goddamn cannon. Right. Like, yeah, it's a miracle nobody's caused, caused like, a lot of damage with these things yet. Right, definitely. Yeah. Uh, anyway, D&D. No, I was just picturing, right. like, like a, an attack, but it's just all pirates armed with cannons. <laughs> yar, 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 give me all the money in the bank. Cannons. <laughs> give me all the money in a, in the vault, and I'll have to blow it open. Cannons. Cannons. <laughs> cannons. 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 Yes, exactly. Uh. <clears throat> um. Anyway, so yeah, you just walked into the dining hall, I think. I'm recording this, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. Yeah, oh, we okay. have less than a minute yeah, though. Yeah. It's being recorded. That's good. Yay! So anyway, you're walking into the, you walk into the dining hall. There's um it, there's three long tables flanked by benches. It's yeah, it's a big room. It's about two stories high, actually. Oh. Um. Why anybody would choose to build a two-story tall room that shape is... Oh, that's where this started. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it's right. a little weird, but... Oh, that reminds me. I don't think I posted the picture. Nope, never mind. Yes, I did. Oh, anyway. wow. That was a really weird way of how we got to where we did. Right. Continuing. Right. <laughs> um... There was, yeah, it's like two stories tall. 
There's a big spiral staircase rising up to an abandoned balcony that looks out over the dining hall. There are a couple of closed doors that open onto the balcony. You can just barely see them. And the staircase continues to rise past the balcony, and it looks like it probably goes up to the roof. Um, there's also it looks like there's a door leading into what would probably be one of the towers hmm. and there's a great big rune painted with black paste and flecked with powdered gems on the door, which takes uh, that that that's a very weird shape for a rune. But for some reason, they've painted a pair of female drow lips with spider legs coming out of them. Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure that was never a symbol of wolf, but I, I, I'm not entirely sure. I feel like I should look this up now. Because <laughs> Wolf is suddenly a lot less scary if that's one of her symbols. <laughs> that's just weird. Yeah, no. Her symbol is a black spider with a female drow head hanging from a spider web. Ah. Or a skull with spider legs and a spider web on it, or a model of a spider. Or... Very original, just a spider. <laughs> spider queen. What's the symbol? A spider. Just a boring spider. Uh. Or um, symbols. symbols. It looks like you know this is I can see no indications that this was ever one of Wolf's symbols. Okay. Oh, I was just you know. The spider's mouth um, and drow before. Right. It was just, yeah, that was my train of thought. It's not implausible, but... Yeah, yeah. Is not the case, at least as far as... It might be. I, I don't know. As far as we know, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there's nothing else in this room other than tables and stuff. It looks like it's probably a dining hall, but I think I said that already. I think you did, yeah. Um, okay, in that case, um, what are we... What are we going to do now? Um, uh, 
you know, my normal thing would be. Does anyone have a bomb? Can we blow something up? That is a pretty standard Schrodinger's DM solution to problems. Yes. Um, <laughs> Isaac, you're a wizard. You could probably put together some kind of bomb. <laughs> bomb up the, the spider mouth thing. Yeah. Bomb up. Bomb up. Yep. Bomb up. Yes, exactly. Let's buy a cannon. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can. We could, all, we could get it for 80 gold. <laughs> yeah. Via, well, um, I feel like that'd be like two gold because uh, yeah. I think the conversion to. Well, what is the conversion from from American dollars into gold pieces? I, I think it's like. A gold piece is, is quite a lot. Oh, well, first as you, you would to, expect. First, you have to figure out how much a gold piece weighs, though, because I mean. So. Um, you could probably just Google it if you're really interested. Yeah, I tried it, but it doesn't seem like there's any official. Okay, the approximate value. Okay, US okay, here's, dollars here, to gold okay here's, here's Reddit. They've calculated the approximate value of a gold piece in US dollars based on the fifth edition player's handbook. Um, $104 per gold piece. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, so, so one gold um, piece could get but, us but, a cannon. But, two no, 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 no. Oh. That's not true because we need to take into account inflation. Oh. Oh, right. well, when was it made? Well, this is well, like, second edition, so it came out in 1989, so we need to use $1989. Okay, yeah, but when was the post made? Uh, the post was made in four years ago, so 1990. It's $1989 to $2018. All right. Okay. Inflation calculator. This is the best website. I love it so much. Didn't know that was for a... determining how far the value of the ruble sank when Russia invaded Ukraine. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $104 in 1989 is $210 Holy in 2018. Shit. So hang on. Okay, so 202.6% uh, so change between the two. So for the sake of not wasting too much time, uh, I think we can just round that to a hundred percent so it'd be about 208 so it'd be about 52 dollars to 52 dollars then to a gold piece wait wait, wait. I, I did this whole thing wrong <laughs> yeah uh well we have 104 dollars of 2018 money to 2022 money is $119 in modern money per gold piece. So, yeah, you could buy a couple of cannons for one gold piece. Or you could accept for the fact that gold pieces are, except for the fact that cannons are really hard to make, so really it's going to cost you a lot more than that. (laughs) Okay, and we also don't live in and we're, we're nowhere close to modern-day America. We don't really, really even know where we are, actually. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? And you certainly yeah. 
and it's unclear what time th this is taking place in compared to the normal D&D world. Yeah. Like, we know that it's happening way back in the distant past because Mr. Stinkle is going to eventually end up being Asmodeus. Yeah. But we... It's... So it has to be... Oh, wow. The, like, none of the modern D&D gods even exist yet. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, a lot of them are described as having risen... Like, a lot of them do not... are described as not knowing what happened, what came before Asmodeus took over, because they were not around yet at that point. Well, that so we're why, oldest. Yeah, that explains why Juan Sebastian is not known in the Forgotten Realms. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice way to wrap it up for yourself. Right. It can make sense. Yes. And thus, the problems are solved. Um, anyway, Isaac, would you like to try to make a bomb? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, roll percentile dice. All right. Where the fuck did I put my dice? I have no idea. Here they are. What? Uh, I got two zeros and a five. Aw. Uh, two zeros and a five. So is that just zero or is that a hundred? Um, that is a hundred on percentile dice. Okay, so it doesn't uh, even matter. That, the five that, doesn't... That, 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 that is the... It's probably the biggest explosion you can get. Yeah, let's go. The I don't want to have you destroy the entire castle. Because <laughs> that would be super anticlimactic. But you I'm assuming that you had placed it up against the door. In which case I think we were trying to Yeah. In which case that's a load bearing wall that you just took out. So the entire ceiling's gonna collapse on us. Um, it, it, it's a little worse than that. Like it, it's it's holding up most of the tower. Oh, as well as the part that you're in. Oh, okay. And probably part of the actual external structure of the castle. Only on our podcast. <laughs> I think we had put it up to like. Like I don't know lit. much about architecture. I'm gonna have to. See if I can find someone who knows enough to get a better handle on what this would do. But as far as I can tell, like that that wall is going down. The place you just came through is going down. And the tower that you were placing the explosion up against the door of is probably just gonna fall down and crush this room and the one beyond it. And probably also the one after that. So, um, both of you roll dexterity. Roll de make, de make dexterity checks, please. Uh, okay. That is. 
Uh, an 11. What's your dexterity? 15. Okay. Isaac, could you roll a dexterity check? Yeah, sure. I'm probably going to get pretty bad, but let's see. And that's a 20. What's your dexterity? And my dexterity... Not 20. Is an, is an 8. Well, okay, Max, as you run out of the room, the, you can see the tower collapse, and Matilda just doesn't notice it, and she's laughing about the explosion, and then the tower hits her. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. Have I just witnessed the fall of mortal Matilda? You may have. <laughs> this is... I'm not the first one who dies. Is my have... holy symbol going to be like a tower now? Uh, um, possibly. I think I'm going to use, I think I'm gonna use Google Dice for this rather than rolling 30d6 when I only have two yeah. d6s on hand. 30d6. Oh, um, fuck. How many hit points have you got, Matilda? Uh, like 42. So in the best case scenario that they're all ones, you're still almost you're not doing too well. Yeah. And you have to get out. Okay. Matilda's well, dead. On the one hand, that's 105 damage. <laughs> but on the other hand, uh, th- that's that's really not how I was hoping for this to end. <laughs> um, there, there's one possible thing that might save you here. Can I just like fireball the tower? No. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> yeah, no, your symbol should be like a crumbling tower or something. Even even if you don't, we do figure out a way for you to come back from this. This is still like a massive moment. Um. <laughs> there's a, there's even a spellcaster in that tower. Oh, oh um, I mean, on, on one hand, we take out like an entire. It, like the entire dungeon, but on the other hand, check. my character died. So. Let me check if he has a way of. Um... Well, we we didn't even take out the whole castle. We just took out like a tower and a. Top I mean, of the that's wall still an accomplishment. Oh yeah, no, no, you took out, yeah. out a quarter. Most of, of the, much of the castle was already ruined, so you took out about half of the first floor. Okay, that and is actually quite a lot. Actually... Okay. What? No, I think... I, oh, my God. No, Matilda does not die. I missed something very important. Oh? There's a, there's a wall up on the second level that the tower is going to hit. So it's going to hit that walkway and smash that, but that's going to slow it down enough that it won't have enough force to kill you. Okay. Well, I was kind of hoping that Matilda would die. <laughs> Just so that there we is could, no killing like, Matilda! We could, we could work ah. it back into the lore, how Matilda got back or something, and then had a crumbling tower as a symbol. Yeah, I mean, we could do that, actually. But, uh, let me we see. We could just be like, oh, God powers started activate. Since we seem like we're going to be yeah, I mean, close-ish to the uh, end, we could be like, oh, God, yeah, God, God no, I... stuff happened and somehow magically came back. Yeah, no, I think you're right that, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, you're right. 
What? That was one of, they didn't bother repairing that wall fully, so it would not hold that tower. Oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matilda is gone. The tower hits her. It just falls, smashes into her head, and then hits the ground, and there's no Matilda there anymore. Yes! Oh, no. I got teleported. Yeah, then Matilda just sticks her head up out of the rubble and says <laughs> that. <laughs> you cannot kill Matilda that easy. Like, like yeah, honestly, only Matilda. Yeah. <laughs> Matilda is a beloved character. <laughs> so, yeah, the Matilda. Yeah, no, Matilda is, remains at the bottom of the pile of rubble, smashed into the ground. <laughs> Max, what would you like to do? Um, you're alright, Margaret? I am alright. Okay, you hear a muffled voice coming from underneath the ruined tower. Isaac, you're not entirely, Matilda, you're not entirely sure what's happened, but suddenly you're surrounded by dirt and there's something on your head. (laughs) Okay, Isaac, you hear muffled screaming. uh, Sorry, Max, you hear muffled screaming. (laughs) I'm assuming that's Margaret then? It I could be Margaret, it could loud. equally be one of the drow who was in the tower when it collapsed. No, I say out loud to Margaret, or the pile of rubble, really. What? The pile of rubble that is muffled, that's screaming. I, 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 I yell, I'm assuming that's Margaret then? It's Matilda and you know that. I don't think Matilda, I don't think he actually does know that. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. I never actually got told that you were. <laughs> no, I think I've told him. Yeah, oh, you he, definitely he's told got no me, reason but... to believe you. Yeah. You're manifestly insane. Okay, fine. If you want, if you want to get whacked in the head. <laughs> I feel like I'm pretty safe at the moment with you being buried underneath a castle. All right, well, then I guess you're getting a pipe bomb shipped to you, but it's not oh. a pipe bomb. It's a, it's a Bible with a bunch of runes put, printed on it. I feel like I've seen you use them before, so I just I would know just not to read any book you hand me ever. Oh my god, am I just the like female version of the Unabomber? Uh, it... And the podcast comes false. Because <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the Unabomber and why he was in a bad shit in the first episode. Right. So I mean, I yeah, looked a little that... more into him since then. He was disturbing. Yeah, this 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 is weirdly feels right actually. Weirdly yeah. feels yeah, that's definitely that, that's Unibomber, weirdly has feels ever said right. about the Unibomber. Um yeah, yeah. Max, you try to figure out a way of if you want to try to figure out a way of digging Isaac out of the rubble while I work out how much XP all of the stuff in that tower was worth. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> This is the most. Uh, the, this is the most. Uh, Schrodinger's dungeon master episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys want to go about get? How do you want to go about getting your friend or kind of friend out of there? Um. The person who whacks you in the head when you call <laughs> oh, no, the, the right name. The, the dwarfs <laughs> ran away, right? Uh. So we don't. They're not with us. The gnomes, yeah, they're gone. No, no means, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. That's um, 
I don't know how I'm going to dig you out. If this were a serious campaign, then I can only imagine the pathos we could get out of this. You have like swelling strings. Max dramatically roleplays the sorrow of his dead friend. <laughs> his dead... Uh, yeah. The, the dead person who beats the shit out of them. Right. Yeah. So, like, dead abuser, I guess. <laughs> but, I, I mean, like, it's not like a domestic abuse thing because we aren't really, like, related. Or in any kind of relationship. <laughs> it's not domestic abuse because we're not related or, uh, or like, in a relationship. <laughs> Yeah, that's not uh, the, that's not the best justification. I have to I say. Mean, I mean, I feel uh, like domestic abuse is just abuse in a home, right? Uh, not really, and it definitely can't be any other kind of abuse. So not, maybe you mean not verbal abuse or physical abuse? So maybe it's abuse. just like it cannot be that. There's no it's, way. It's, it's just it's just dudes being dudes. Except I'm not a dude. I feel like that's very much not what it is. Uh, I, I would, I could agree. I could say it is, because... Okay, fine. I have a friend, li- I, ha- I have a couple of friends like that. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. <laughs> we have each done nasty things to each other, physically, because they really hurt. So I, I can, I can get behind that. Um, anyway... I don't know. Um, I don't have help to dig you out, so maybe it's not worth it. Maybe I should just leave you here. It, just in the bear castle. in mind that if you do that, then that's going to probably lead to divine powers manifesting in an even more destructive way. Oh, oh, oh I know. Um, so I will. But I'm Although that might actually be really you. fun if there was another destructive outburst of magic here. It could be fun. I don't know. Here's here's my plan. Um, I'm gonna tell Matilda or Margaret or whatever uh, that I'm not gonna help her out. I'm not gonna dig her out. She's just gonna have to figure out how to get out by herself. Okay. Um, and I'm get... actually going to start trying to dig with uh, I don't know. Okay. Just Incidentally, each it. of you gets 3,625 XP for blowing up half the castle. Ooh. And also, I'm. Ge- I think I'm gonna give you both another five thousand each because that was amazing. <laughs> awesome. And like, who's gonna stop me handing out free XP? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like Brayden might. Uh, no, okay. actually, I don't think he would. He might stop me handing out free XP for he the DM. But yeah, or or if it was to everyone but him. Oh, that's definitely true. I feel like almost anyone would do that, though. Definitely, like that's not a strange thing to do. No. Um. Okay, so I don't know where that puts me because I that puts you at three hundred and ten thousand two hundred and thirty-five. Ooh. That's a nice number. Yeah.
Um, okay. That being done, um, what next? Well, so you're starting to dig Isaac out of there? Yep, but without letting Isaac know that I'm digging Isaac out, so he's going to have to figure out... Telling Margaret that she's going to have to dig herself out somehow while being stuck in... Oh, go fuck yourself! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's... uh, There's a loud noise. The whole asteroid vibrates for a moment. And then the tower kind of slumps for a moment and you see Matilda drifting in from the west in a little bubble. (laughs) Matilda in a bubble yelling go fuck yourself. (laughs) And yeah. Isaac, you're in a bubble. It's hard to tell why you're in a bubble, but you're just drifting towards Max, occasionally vibrating. I love this. This is this is fun. Yes. This has been a good session so far. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like there there are a few things about in any D&D game that you're going to remember forever. And I I think <laughs> oh, this that, is uh, definitely one of I, them. I think Isaac blowing up a t- uh, blowing up a castle with a bomb, getting stuck in the floor and then I am in your walls. uh, Turning into a bubble and drifting off through the ruined castle. (laughs) Maybe one of them. And then also shouting, go fuck yourself at Max. Wild, wild. That's not not unusual, though. (laughs) Yeah. If I remembered every time that happens, I'm I'm not going to have very much memory left. I feel like this is actually one of the first times those exact words, but yelling something along the lines of that to me? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Every, pretty much every week. In some form or another. Yeah. Well, I, I have... Yeah. So yeah, that part of the castle is pretty much gone. Um, oh, also that took that did a pretty effective job of taking care of the balcony and the stairs up to the roof. Oh hey! So hopefully there's another way of getting up there. And also Isaac is still stuck in the bubble. Fantastic. Isaac's in the bubble. Can I go pop? <laughs> Yeah, okay, you jump up into the air with your sword and pop the bubble. Isaac falls onto the ground yeah, amidst the ruined tower. Oh, nice. Haha. Anyway, what the fuck were we doing? Well, what you were supposed to be doing until you until he sidetracks things to blow things up. Absolutely. <laughs> like, swear at Nax, you get stuck in a bubble. Right. There, yeah, there's... Um, 
the, the entire castle is probably not very stable at this point. Yeah. Considering the number of important stuff that just got taken out and how closely connected a lot of what's left is. Hmm. Want to try and make another <laughs> I mean, the, actually, you could very probably just blow up the other tower at the other end of the castle then just let the whole thing collapse under its own weight. You know what? Let's give that a go. Wait, no, actually, we're looking for the guy with the ring, aren't we? Yeah, but he's not here anymore. Oh, I love the rest of the castle. He he disappeared somewhere, and you're trying to figure out where he went. Oh, we should probably ask someone before we blow up the tower where he went. Can we go find someone and ask him if they know where this elf Yes, but they're yes, but they're probably upstairs. Okay, can we go upstairs? Well, not here because you blew up these stairs. But okay, can we find some other way to get upstairs? Probably, yeah. There's, yeah, you could go through one of the staircases back in the room that you first entered. Remember when you did the pizza thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple of staircases there. All right. Let's give that a go. All right. The first set of staircases that you climb up takes you back into the dangerous phase spider thing where the thing attacked you, and you killed it. And then yep. there was... I believe, oh, yeah, the blue thing. Right, yeah. And I believe it was a locked door. Mm. Yeah, it's been wizard locked. Oh, fancy lock. Yeah. So you're probably going to need to, like, smash smash through the door if you want to get in. Mm. And you probably don't want to risk another explosion. Right. Just there's no telling how much important stuff you've lost forever by blowing up that whole thing. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. <clears throat> Although, I mean, we did have a lot of important stuff already. I don't know yeah. how much more important stuff we needed. Um, yeah, I, I, can we just look for someone to... Who... Has a. Anyway, what's everybody's opinion on fire hydrants? Um, uh, they're cool, I guess. I, I think they're a pretty interesting invention. Like they are. They're, they're cool, I guess. So if this was out of nowhere, it was just getting quiet. So. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Elon Musk is in a lot of trouble. Why? Because he bought Twitter. Um, well, yeah, but he had to. Wait, did he 25- actually buy it? He bought it, but he had to borrow twenty-five billion dollars to he do it. He bought it. He bought oh, it. Oh, I and thought he was just fuck. trying to buy it. He bought. No, he's he successfully bought it, but he had to borrow twenty-five billion dollars to do it, and his interest payments for that are substantially above Twitter's income. Yeah. I thought well, he was he just trying that. to buy it. He was trying at first, but then he bought it. Wait, when did he buy it? He bought it a little while ago. I don't. A few, it was a few days ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, I heard that he was trying to buy it, like, five-ish days ago, I think. 
Yeah, he bought it a couple days ago. Wow. Yeah, I heard that some people are saying that it that they think it's because people were being mean to him on Twitter. Yep. No, it was because Twitter regulations were preventing people saying bigoted stuff, and he's a free speech absolutist. Uh, Although, interestingly, for a free well, speech absolutist, as a, as a free speech absolutist, I think it's a little interesting that his, that, that this is, that, that I think it's funny that he claims that label while nevertheless personally canceling the order of a random, uh, the Tesla order of a random person on the internet that said something mean about him on their personal blog. Mm. Oh, no. Is, is that where we're headed? What, making fun is, of Elon is, Musk? Is, we're we're already being mad. Where, like, if you say something something mean about a celebrity online that they just f- say fuck you personally. We've been there for years. I mean, to be fair, it was never like a celebrity that like had that like an influence, that much of an influential thing. Yeah. But I mean, it's just being mean to poorer people because they were supposedly mean to you. Or hurt yeah. your massive ego. Right. Elon Musk is scum. Yeah. Most people are scum. I mean, Elon Musk... No, most people aren't scum. But... My views on humanity is humans are scum, including myself. I don't know that I disagree with that, but I... I'm curious how you square that with being an anarchist. We're recording this, right? Yeah. 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 That's good. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm curious how humans are scum. The way we've made ourselves, and I entirely buy into half of the stuff I say I really don't like. I'm, I'm still unfortunately a part of it. Um, but the the whole thing is, we don't have to be scum. But almost everything we've done has just sort of made it worse. That's true, but I'm curious if we're all scum like you claim, how we would, how we could possibly get away with taking away the systems that keep people in check. I honestly, I haven't thought the whole thing through, but you need to take away more than just like the system. I mean, it kind of, we need a, a, a clean sweep and like try and not remember this because the systems that keep them in check are the reason that it's a problem in the first place. Uh, yeah, apparently. Uh, that's the way I see it. Okay, that's debatable. It's debatable. That's the way I see it. That's why those are my views. Yeah. Okay, I know they, fair. I know they did a scientific study about this once. I, I wonder what it... I think the outcome was that uh, they found that that they set up systems with every major political system that they could think of and I think what they ended up finding was that there a whole bunch of different things worked great until you had 150 people or more participating, and then everything fell apart. Yeah. 
I mean, because communism works. This, but... Communism works if you have less than two hundred people, and then everything falls apart. Yeah, all, all the communism, anarchy, libertarianism was in that category too. They all worked fine as long as you had a group that was small enough that everybody in the group knew each other personally. But yeah, as soon right. as you started having people that didn't know each other as people in the group, it started to fall apart. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm not a libertarian, or not a right-wing libertarian, at least. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's unfortunate the direction that everything has gone, at least in, in this country particularly, but yeah. Like I was thinking... I'd be curious to see how we all come out on political compass tests. On, on political what tests? On the political compass test. Hmm. I mean, honestly, I changed my political views. To I mean, we could take that. Around. We could just move away from the D and D and take that and read I mean, out our results. I mean, I, I changed my I mean, yeah, political views, views depending on what Reddit that. burner account I'm using. I mean, look, yeah, it takes like ten minutes to do the test, so we could all just take it <laughs> after the meet after this meeting ends. Just <laughs> go through it with yeah let me, why, let me, why not yeah let me put the link in the zoom chat <laughs> the political compass test yes <laughs> i i mean i'm probably i'm probably gonna take it twice and get two different answers very likely <laughs> because again my, my my political identity changes depending on what burner account i'm using Fair. Yeah. mine is actually pretty consistent all right. I tend to come out at roughly the same place in the bottom left every time. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have about a minute before we before this meeting ends, so we don't really have time to start it yet. But yep, we've got another meeting coming, um, <laughs> and we do have enough time to play to play D and D until our next tangent. Um, so, how would you like to try to get through that door? Um, Explored it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we, we didn't no, want to. No, no, we didn't no, want to do this again. Let's actually try something else. I don't want to completely collapse the castle and have to like. Days yeah, wait, wait, wait. Myself for a separate time. We wanted to. This isn't the This isn't the load bearing wall. You'd be fine. I think we were gonna try and go back to where we tried the pizza thing, and yeah, you were you were going up the stairs, and then there was a locked door uh, in the face spider room. Uh oh, yeah. Is there no one around? Um. Yeah, there's no one around in this room. There was the face spider, but you killed it. Nah. Okay. Um, All right, there's the link to the political compass test again, if you didn't get it the first time. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm taking it. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, yeah, I already have it in my window. Okay. Okay. Let's see. If economic globalization is inevitable, it should primarily serve humanity rather than the interests of transnational corporations. And we are recording. Yeah, we are recording. This. Are we just gonna do like a walkthrough <laughs> of the political compass test? I think that's it. I think that I think we'd get sued if we did. So yeah. no. Yeah. Okay. Let's not. Yeah. There's some pretty stupid stuff on here, though. Mm. Yeah. Oh no way! 
<laughs> did you get the? Did you get to the question about race? Oh no, not yet. Oh, I I see it. Oh, it, it my, yeah, there's literally the a question that says, "Are races the master race?" And it's like, uh, I mean, yes. no, not really. Yeah, like, no, that's <laughs> that's dumb. Bull. I mean, yeah, I can see why people would say yes to that because people are weird. But like, you're stupid if you say that. But <laughs> I agree. I mean, honestly, I don't With believe. This, not what you were saying. I was. I, I don't believe one race is superior over the other. I think we all just have our own niche that we're good at. Right. I, well, I don't know that there's really that much difference between races. Sure. Like, oh, if if you say that we're all the same, that's not really true because, yeah, we are different. But instead of like saying that you're wrong for those differences, you should say that, you know, that's unique and cool. Like, I feel like the differences are basically either cultural or skin color, though. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's not really a difference in what you're good at or what you're able to do. No, there are a few, obviously, regionally, there are a few things that, like, you know, oh, you're taller. So there are a few things you could physically do better, but like overall, not really. Right. Those are just results of the surrounding people. So, yeah. Okay. I don't, I've I've never actually understood what this question is asking. What? All people have their rights, but it is better for all of us that different sorts of people should keep to their own kind. So is it saying like... Is that some kind of racist thing? Like... Like, no no race mixing or something? Is there just, like, oh, people should have the same rights across the board, like, based on fact? What, is that, like, separate or equal stuff? Yeah, because that's, like, a... That's kind of a hard question. It's like, oh, yeah, should... It's it's like, oh, yeah, should people have the same rights in groups? Is that what it's saying? Where it's, like, the same groups of people should have the same rights? I'm going to... But that explains the all people have their rights part. But then what about it's better for all of us that different sorts of people mm. should keep to their own kind? Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's, that, that's the up. hard part. Yeah, I think it's like segregation. Yeah. Oh, here's some eugenics. About that. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love this test. Oh, this one's about a one-party state. Oh, oh yes, yes. I think you're further in than I am, then. Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with a one-party state. I mean, sure, it would be efficient, but, like, most one-party states are authoritarian, and we can all agree authoritarianism is bad. Well, I think I know what category you're going to follow in, then. <laughs> Where do you think he's going? I'm, I'm guessing that he's... Let's put it this way, I don't think he's going to find himself in the authoritarian side of things. Well, yeah. I say that, obviously. I don't think I'm going to find myself there either. Right. Yeah, you're an anarchist. There's no way you're going to be in the authoritarian section. <laughs> yeah. This one's about abstract art for some reason. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, abstract art that doesn't represent anything shouldn't be considered art at all. I, I don't. I kind of agree with that, but I, that doesn't have anything to do with my political views. Yeah, that doesn't really have anything to do with my political views. It's just abstract art is kind of stupid because 
Right. The business person in the manufacturer. Well, I, I, I don't care. If, I mean, if artist. it's nice to look at, then that's no. fine. But if you're going to take the place, if it's like the stupid abstract art where it's literally just a pile of bricks and you're taking up space and or, like, or like taking, a banana you're tool. earning money for that when other people who put more work to make representational art that looks good and get nothing for it. Right. And, and if you're Damien Hurst, then you need to, right. And if you're Damien Hurst, then you need to die. <laughs> I have no idea who that is, which is probably good. His, his art involves chopping animals in half with chainsaws and then putting them in tanks of formaldehyde. Okay, that's, yeah, that's right. literally all he does, and that's all it is. What is that like? That's like some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Yeah, he's weird. I don't know what the heck is wrong with him. <laughs> this one's about astrology, and then there's one below it that says you can't be moral without being religious. Right, yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> like, I, I believe you can be morally good without being religious. I certainly hope so, because I'm certainly not religious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me too, but, like, I'm not exactly, like, an atheist either. I mean, really? yeah, yeah, I kind of do think that there's a God, but I don't necessarily follow any specific religion. I know people like that. I know plenty of people like that. I'm not one of I mean, my view of the universe is like God just created everything and they just got a bowl of popcorn in a lawn chair. <laughs> <laughs> the American dream. Well, I mean, it, it makes as much sense as any other religions. Sure. <laughs> uh, let me turn. Maybe we should post these in the subreddit. Maybe what results? Yeah, so that people have it to see what we think of things. I'm going to have five separate dots. <laughs> I'm just going yeah, to put it in Photoshop and put like five separate dots and you have to guess which one I really am. And the answer is actually none of them. Yeah, okay, I ended up pretty much exactly where I normally do. Except I'm moving more towards the bottom. Oh... It is, uh, oh, and it is important that my child's school instills religious values. What the? <laughs> I, I mean, like, religion is kind of the thing you, ex you like, explore later in life when you actually have a choice on the matter. And that's my, cho that's my opinion on religion. Right. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Mm. I don't know how long this is, but I don't think I got through a lot of it because I'm really easily distracted. Uh, oh, all the questions <laughs> on the sixth sixth page are about sex. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah, I'm like three pages in, maybe. Nice. Hmm. I had no idea that Switzerland was Ooh. a far-right country in terms of economics. Um, yeah, I didn't know that either. I knew that they've done really well for themselves, though, economically. Right. I think they have one of the, if not the lowest, um, number of homeless... Yeah, okay, people. I'm in the libertarian left. That makes sense. Yeah, that's where I am, too. <laughs> And Max, I forgot you can't get into the subreddit, can you? No. If you if you send me the uh, 
if you send me the link to your results once you have them, then I can post them. Okay. On your behalf. Yeah. Thanks. When 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 I managed to get through this. <laughs> I'm actually very interested to see where you come out. Yeah, I, I have no idea where I come out, honestly. I haven't taken this before, so. Yeah. I suspect it's probably going to be in the left libertarian quadrant somewhere. Probably. Because I can't see you as an authoritarian. Oh, I don't think so. And Not I, with what I've put down so far. And I can't see you as being a huge fan of right-wing economics. I, 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 don't, I don't think so either. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, hang on. You might end up being a centrist, but that seems incredibly unlikely. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. I don't even understand that question. Okay. What question is it? I've just left it. <laughs> Okay, that's fucked. <laughs> no, no, that's fucked. I can, I can never say yes to that in any way. Uh, first, the first question on page three, I had to go back just to check things. I hadn't answered it. Ah. <laughs> now, now I need to go and check which one that is. Oh, the abortion one. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a controversial topic, but I mean, it shouldn't be. I feel like that's a confusing one. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I mean my, again. My stance is basically, I think... I personally think that abortion is a bad thing, but I also don't think it's any of my business. And I yeah. think that the way the U.S. government is currently set up, there's no way to legally justify it without yeah, I mean, serious logical leaps. Honestly, I don't. I don't think of. I don't think it's a bad thing. the The planet is severely overpopulated. So if you decide, I, again, also, it's just it's not my place. If you decide that that's what you're going to do, then go ahead, do it. It doesn't affect me, really. Right. I don't like it, but I don't have to like it. Yeah. Um... Strongly disagree.
work? Nothing. I don't like that question. Oh, which question? <laughs> Good parents sometimes have to spank Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Strongly no. disagree. Strongly yeah. disagree. I've already, I've already done that. <laughs> but yes, it is definitely natural, again, for children to keep secret from parents or anyone. Right. People have the, people have the right to privacy. No. The Supreme Court has explicitly guaranteed that. Mm -hmm. Oh, really? Because let me tell you about the CIA. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the CIA is not allowed to do any of that stuff anymore. You don't say. They weren't allowed to do any of it when they did it either, but they did anyway. I feel like I I can agree with this question, but the the people just use the question too much and I think don't actually like the prime function of schooling should be to equip the future generation to find jobs yes that's the point of but schooling. that's not uh, that, that is the point but it, it, it oftentimes i don't think it ends up actually being that uh, like half the time it doesn't get most of the stuff you're gonna learn you don't actually end up using in day-to-day life or right. Like, when am I going to need to know algebra unless I become a mathematician or something that involves high-level maths? And if I want, no, if I decide to become need... that, then I'll learn that when I need to. You're not, no, 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 no. You're not going to need algebra, but you are going to need the skills that you learn from algebra. You're, you're going to need to be able to think the way you need to think to do well at algebra. Okay, that, that's fair. That's it's fair. The, you're, you're not learning the subject, or you're not supposed to be learning the subject. You're supposed to be learning the methods of thought that they instill. Yeah, that, that one's fair. That one's fair. But there are there are some things like I'm learning something that the, the guy who's teaching it literally said, I can't remember how this is done. I'm going to need to review it because the last time I used this was in ninth grade. <laughs> What's the point in, in learning it then? If it if it's logical and it makes sense to a normal human brain. But you don't use it, you don't need to teach it if it already makes sense, but doesn't get used a whole lot. I don't have a strong opinion about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the strongest opinion. I just feel like there are some things that oh, wait, I'm not massively happy with the fact that, you know, you spend up to a third of your life, assuming you have a fairly short life, but like oh, oh yeah, and then most, a, most there, people, question, at least in the West, spend 20 years of their life going astrology to Astrology is almost always correct, and I'm like, oh yes, because the stars have perfect bearing over the real, over like life on earth oh yeah, yeah that 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 whole page is to strongly disagree with everything except the charity one yes uh well, yeah but done, like uh, max did you get to the one about multinational companies are unethically exploiting the plant genetic resources of developing countries yeah no, not i mean quite. that's true I, i'm, I'm, I'm so. curious what that's even supposed to be talking about i think it's saying that like corporations are exploiting the natural resources of developing nations that's what it seems like but then plant genetic resources is it sounds like it's an anti-GMO dog whistle. Yeah. I mean, like some of the stuff Nestle did. No, their their problem is child slavery, not using plants from other countries. I mean, if you want me to go talk about Nestle, I can talk about Nestle, but I'm not going to because I, we're I, gonna get shadow banned if we do. Yeah, I think that's more of Braden's job anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That would be pretty funny, though, if we talk about Nes- like the shit Nestle has done. For some reason, the podcast mysteriously goes off the air. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I, uh, I signed up to see if we could get on Google Podcasts. I wonder if they let us. Oh, maybe. Oh, now they want us to start a blog for the podcast. Like, that's a thing we need. You don't tell us what to do. Yeah, you go mind your own business and let us mind ours. Uh, what are we going to talk about now? Oh, get Oh, God. Oh, some of these questions are just disgusting. Oh, where have you gotten to now? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. So, like, most of the questions... Six or something? I feel like the point of most of the questions is that they can be interpreted how how you want them to be interpreted, but, like... Some of them are just... if If it's a question about your political alignment, that doesn't seem like it would be necessary... Right. Yeah. We are not on Google Podcast yet. All right. Presumably because they're too intelligent to take us. Ah, both. <laughs> I mean, uh, this is like that survey a, rep- a representative sent out in the mail a while ago. Uh, I hate her. Do you feel as if your human rights have been infringed upon? It's like, yeah, probably. Yes, by you. But- yeah. yeah, by you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, incidentally, one of her top donors was a solar panel company. Curious. Yeah. This fuels my dislike for solar panels. That and the fact that they're really not that great for the environment and they're absolutely inefficient. And also, the co- like they, they require a bunch of like rare earth materials, so I mean... Yeah, and the batteries are really bad and hard to dispose of, and you can't run them without batteries. It's, if, if you... I'm all for renewable energy and sustain and green energy. But Maybe we should figure out how need- to make solar panels a bit more sustainable before we start to like widely use them. No, nu- nuclear energy and hydroelectric power are the only things that are gonna save us from the mess that we've made of our lives. And and I know what most people are thinking about like Chernobyl and how nuclear energy bad. And it's like yeah, but if the Chernobyl, if the is, why manage- you- Chernobyl is why you don't shut off the coolant supply. Yeah, like if you manage the plant correctly, nothing will go wrong. Right. It's just that when you, you actively try and fuck it up for some reason, it's when it goes wrong. Right, exactly. And you, also, if you're part of, if you're the guy responsible for Chernobyl and you're listening to this, then... I think I, he's dead. I hope he's dead. <laughs> I mean, he was probably in the plant when it did the entire meltdown explosion Cthulhu monster thing, so Cthulhu I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, there was the guy that... Oh, yeah, he died at the age of 85 um, last year, actually. What, the, the guy responsible oh. for Chernobyl? Really? Yeah, he died last October. Well, at least he's oh, dead. Whoa. Probably radiation poisoning or just old age? Uh, Parkinson's. Parkinson's disease. Oh, okay, so yeah, just on. old age. Uh, and then what else? Oh, and he says that he, his explanation was that it wasn't 
strictly speaking his fault that it exploded because he although he was managing it it was it wouldn't have exploded if he hadn't been ordered to do stupid stuff with a plant that didn't work properly by the soviet government hmm. okay which he's not oh, yeah. wrong about Oh yeah, apparently when we've like first discovered plutonium, right? Uh, we, we wanted to test its effects. So what we did is we got like a bunch of people with like terminal conditions and we injected them with some plutonium because that sounds perfectly safe. Yeah. So like there was this guy who came in with like, who said he had stomach cancer. So they injected him with plutonium and that took out a bunch of stuff. And then they realized he just had a stomach ulcer. Oh. But they didn't. They didn't actually tell him it was. It was only a stomach ulcer. Oh, so pretty much, they had dishonest. this guy providing like uh, urine and stool samples to them for about a year, so they could, so they could monitor his quote unquote miraculous recovery. But really, it was just like m- measuring specific things about it. <sighs> and, okay. and then, and then, like he died without even knowing what it was. And then I think that what ha- what it ended up happening is like, uh, that that the documents were declassified and, and like his descendants found out and they were like guys what the hell that's a reasonable reaction don't inject people with plutonium without letting them know without killing them about it. Do it so yeah that, that's the story about the guy who, who received the most amount of radiation with like literally no idea and it was perfectly fine it's horrible uh well perfectly fine aside from missing a bunch of stuff that they took out during the cancer thing Uh, yeah, there's a YouTube video about it by an Irish guy. Cool. Hmm. I'd be more interested in it if it were by an American guy who's more likely to know what happened in the United States. I mean, mm-hmm. this, this, he does talk about stuff that happened all over. Fair. Like he, talk, he talks about this time in World War II where Germany fought a battle against itself. Really? Yeah. What was the situation there? Uh, pretty much the the Air Force and the Navy didn't actually have any direct communication. So they put some ships through this channel that the English had like put a bunch of mines mines in. And then when all the planes were flying overhead to do bombing runs, they saw all the ships and they were like, oh, those must be the English and bombed them. Oy. And uh, uh, like three ships sunk and two of them were like... Uh, direct from the bombers, and then one of them is theorized to have just drifted into the mines. Oof, that's embarrassing. So yeah, after that incident, they uh they started you know st- communicating more because why would anyone say no to this one? Why which what what one is it? Um, question two on page six. Oh, uh, question two on page six. That's one of the sex ones, right? Yeah. yeah well, what is it specifically? Same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from possi- from the possibility of child adoption. Yes, you should. Yeah, that's... It's Why would like, you say no? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know there are people, but they don't really have... I don't think they have good reasons. And then there's, like, uh, there's the one about porn. It's like, yeah, I think porn is kind of bad if you expose it to children. But, like, but, if it, but the question if, specified consenting adults. Yes. Yeah. It does. But I, I mean, I, I mean, just porn in general, though. Like, if you expose it to children, I think it's bad. If, if it's like people who are legally considered adults and only being like are the exclusive dist- receivers of it, it's fine. But like, 
So that's my weird brand. Yes, because it, there are definitely ways in which it would be the business of the state to, to know, know what, what goes on in it. What the fuck? Ah, uh, yes. Because, well, I mean, that's a... That's, that's literally like 1984. That's not even a joke. Oh. Uh, no. It's actually something that's literally just something from 1984 that the government did well, in that book. It's yes. from we. Well, it's from 1984, though. We, yeah, the book we is what 1984 was based on. Oh, okay. Um, by Yevgeny Sobyanin. It's actually me, but okay. Well, considering nobody that's definitely not an English name, nobody's heard, ever heard of it. So, yeah, that makes sense why nobody knows about it. <laughs> I'm sure you like, yeah, that's, find that's it not English lived. names, so it makes sense when nobody talks about it because who cares about stuff that's or not because, English. like, the whole thing about that book is that it was massively censored. Oh, yeah, what 1984 or that one? That one. Oh, before I mean, 1984. I mean, 1984 was also censored because it was banned in the US for being communist and banned in the USSR for being anti communist. <laughs> yeah, uh, money came out of the USSR, I think. Well, that explains why it was censored a bunch. Yeah. Oh, here's an, ev- an embarrassing event. Oh? A bunch of pro-Ukraine people took a Russian flag and turned it upside down as an insult to Russia. And but people thought it was a Soviet flag and attacked them or something? Correct. You got it exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> a bunch yeah, of oh, Bosnian yeah, people started beating a- them up because they thought they were Serbians. Yeah, it was it was like a oh a soccer game, and it was a, a Ukrainian versus Bosnia or something like that. And they turned a Russian flag upside down as an insult to Russia, and the Bosnians attacked them because they thought they were Russian. Uh, Central Europe, everybody. Uh, I can't find but i finished it but i can't find where i am scroll down a bunch other other like okay, how far do I all, need to... all of the all of the people's oh. opinions like every former yugoslavian state's opinion about the other former yugoslavian states is absolute hatred so okay. yeah that actually makes sense uh i don't have the graph now but um have the numbers if you just email lower if you, left if you just put the link in the zoom chat then i can get to it. I think I'm definitely lower left. Not all the way, though. Really? What are your numbers, then? Um, economic, uh, minus 5.38. Social, minus 6.05. Okay, I'm a little bit concerned by the fact that I'm about 0.3 points above you. <laughs> like, I, I'm, like I, 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 I'm a little relieved by the fact that I'm not as libertarian as you are, but the fact that I'm 0.3 points above you is a little bit unsettling. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're like... Ooh, yeah. <sighs> okay. I'm, I'm going to... Post- well, this reinforces your, what you said the other... Last week about how you thought our political views were a lot closer. Right. Yeah. We we really don't disagree as much as as much as we think we do. Well, I mean, we disagree on almost everything we speak about politically, but at the core, at least according to this test, we're you're you're pretty much the same. Close. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that goes a lot, that does say a lot about how broad political opinions can be, though, and still remain in, the, like, the same political party. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. All of this has just brought me around to what I was thinking earlier today, in fact. I had a conversation about how I don't understand, and I, I don't get it, and I, I get kind of angry every time someone calls uh, the Democrats left. They're not. They're just slightly less right. They're not straight up Nazis. Yes. I mean, to be they fair, are, it's, they, it's are, kind of... they are center right. Yeah. They have definitely been left, more, more left in the past, but the entire system is shifting right. But they also basically invented modern left wing politics beyond, between communism and hunting homeless people for sport. <laughs> okay. Like, like before Franklin Roosevelt, the political spectrum was the Democrats were somewhat further right than they are now, and the Republicans were hunting homeless people for sport, basically. And there were occasionally there were occasional well, exceptions, like there was Teddy Roosevelt, for example, but that wasn't. Yes, that but, that was that it was. Wasn't, but it was basically Franklin Roosevelt that brought some kind of mainstream politics. Wait, wait what? Hunting homeless people for sport? Slight exaggeration, but not really that much. Yeah. Wait, where was this? This was, this was a slight exaggeration about U.S. politics. No, yeah, I, well, in the conversation though? I had, it's um, kind of a point where this happened. FDR had come up Frank, as, if it's before Roosevelt. As as, I don't as think left. it ever actually happened. <laughs> Okay, well, never mind then. I was going to say, if it's before Roosevelt, then, like, yeah, it kind of makes sense because, uh, in, like, the South, most homeless people were African, and there was still a lot of resentment, so... Okay, I... I, I can kind of understand I, if it was, like, I'm, that I'm specific, little, but, like... I'm a little concerned that you... That, I'm a little concerned by the fact that it seems plausible to us that they could have actually done that and that we had to spend this time clarifying that that didn't actually happen so anyway yeah this is i the, can see the, it happening this is the podcast where you shouldn't take anything you say, we say seriously apparently well my politics and max's politics are now in the subreddit and yeah we, we we're pretty much in wow and, that, and then that, for that's... my politics, literally just put a point on every dot, on any, on, a, on every place a, a point can be in the grid. I am curious to see how you came out this time, though, Isaac. <laughs> okay, well, I, I, I closed the tab, so I, I'm going to have to, like, open a bunch of stuff. And then oh, I can no. That's fine. If, if it's too much of a hassle to find again, it's not worth it. Okay, never <laughs> Take mind, the then. test again. I'm not taking the test again. Fuck off. Do the whole thing again. No, fuck you. Pick <laughs> <laughs> that up. And thus we return to where we began. Does uh. every episode of this podcast just evolve to us screaming at each other? It seems like it, yeah. I feel like this has had oh, no. a lot more scre- a bit more screaming in it though, perhaps. We have seven oh, minutes left, really? and we haven't made a Boris Johnson talk. Oh uh, no! 
Ha. Okay, let's see how we can chain this together naturally. I mean, we were just talking about politics. How hard can it be? Yeah. Um... When politics are as varied as Boris Johnson has... No, that doesn't really work, does it? No. And it's well, not especially that because varied. our politics are pretty much all of the same. At least we're all in the same quadrant. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Max are like two uh, points least away from I, each other. How I answered the, the quiz, <laughs> the, the test was all, was to be in the same quadrant as you, so you didn't kill me. <laughs> Wait, so that's you, a, that's you didn't a, actually take it the way you... No, I, I, I might have. That's an authoritarian thing to do. The, we're libertarians. We don't kill people. Disagreeing <laughs> with us, we've killed them. Well, for any I don't we kill people for disagreeing with me. Kind of, yeah, not we, just for disagreeing with me, but we kill people in bloody revolutions, whereas the authoritarians kill people in state-sanctioned purges. That's the yeah. only difference between us. Yeah, I would kill people if they were being mean to other people. <laughs> that seems a little excessive. Not, not exactly that that way. It, 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 you know, groups of. Let's say we take an authoritarian person who's really, really bad. Okay, well, let's say, uh, would you kill baby Hitler? Uh, no, I if would I knew he Hitler. would be the way he was. Like, I mean, I assume you yes. would know what he would. What would happen to him? I would take baby Hitler, and I would bring him forward in time to 1946. All right. You know what? No, I take. Okay. How about this? Would you kill? I I would take baby Hitler somewhere else. Hitler. When was Hitler born? And not Uh, like 1980. No, it was 1899, I think. Not let him know about 1889. So 1889. He doesn't have any like family. So that would take us to uh, what 1909. So he hasn't been brain damaged yet. So no, I wouldn't kill him until I wouldn't kill twenty-year-old Hitler, but I would kill thirty-year-old Hitler. Okay. Right. I mean, that's not baby Hitler. Wait, what caused him to be brain damaged? Was that just got, the war? Yeah, he got hit with a shell during the war, and oh yeah, yeah I think he got gas. a piece of metal blast into his brain. I think he got a piece of metal stuck in his brain, but he definitely changed a lot as a person. Between- Maybe the bullet he shot himself with bounced off the piece of metal in his brain. That would have been cool. So what? I mean, I mean, he probably still would have died though. You Internal can't ricochet. A, well, yeah, but it's still a bullet going through. Yeah, your no, brain. no. I wasn't saying it would have saved him. I just, I just said it would have been cool. Would have been interesting to know. And if, also, you know, like, someone had a bullet exact... shoot out not straight the back of the head because they had a bit of metal in there. Also, the only body we've ever found was like burned to a crisp for some reason. Really? I think we found a lot more dead bodies in there. Yeah, because apparently, what ended up, what, what happened is he, he shot himself. Or something, and then like the soldiers took took their his, the bodies of him, his wife, and his dog, and then just burned them. Yeah, like, he like, wasn't the only. I guess so. The allies could get to them, and then like they were later retroactively like called that because dental records. So anyway, that's my random conspiracy theory about why Hitler might have gotten away, but like. He didn't do anything after World War II because everybody knew his name. So, <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, you can't really do much once everybody knows your name and face, huh? Yeah, certainly not if you're a violent terrorist. Yeah, who took over an entire country, and ki- killed at least six million people, or twelve million people. Right. I love reading neo Nazis trying to justify him. 
Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's so entertaining. <sighs> how they were seditious agents and he didn't have a choice about it. He didn't have a he didn't have a choice. He decided to march it. If he didn't have a choice, then aren't you also saying that what he did was bad? But it's he amazing was that, into it. So it's then... amazing. You can see the same. You can often see the same people saying that the Holocaust was horrible, but Hitler didn't know about it, and that or that it didn't happen. And then also saying the leader. And, probably... and then also and then also saying at the same time, twenty minutes later, that Hitler that it needed to happen and the Jews were causing problems or something. They're stupid. Intellectually dishonest bunch. I mean, like Hitler was the one who came up with like Jews causing the the downfall of Germany in World War One because they like weren't loyal to the state or something. No, he technically yeah. hijacked that. It already was a thing that he. It was already... It's like okay, yeah, but if that's the case, you, can't, you you should probably try and make them loyal to the state before just killing them. Right. Yes, that's just basic logic. Right. Like, hmm, I wonder which one's going to get me executed for war crimes if they ever find me. Uh, killing a bunch of people or trying to indoctrinate the youth. Right. Which, I mean, indoctr- trying to indoctrinate the youth is still bad, but it's not as bad as death. Yeah. And I love that we're having this conversation here. Yes, exactly. Anyway, on, on that cheerful note, we've got about a minute and a half left, so yeah. we will see... We have enough time to do an outro. I will. See, we will see you all next... What? We will see you all next week or possibly... T- or... No, I'm going to post this episode and, and last week's episode tonight. So Okay, we'll see this week and last week, because time travel. Time travel. We and also next week, probably. And also next uh, week, unless someone dies. Okay, anyway, stay, stay cool, stay in school, smoke crack. In school.